Hey there, crafter with a full-time job. If you're looking for a way to make extra income, extra 10K in your sleep from SVG cut files in the next 12 months, I'm Jeff and I am here to help you. Sign up for my free masterclass below and get my secrets for building a successful six-figure SVG business. So you can quit your job, you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing today? I am Jav and I help crafters with full-time jobs make extra income from selling SVG cut files. And today we are gonna go live with Nicole from F-Bomb and Booze to talk about time management. Hey, Hi. how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. How's everything? What's the time on your side? It is 5 p.m. here. Cool, and it's probably a Tuesday? Yes, <laughs> we're behind. Oh, on, <laughs> on my side, it's a Wednesday morning and it's 10 a.m. <laughs> nice. So let me just, I was just talking about you to my audience and I just want to share that the reason I've invited Nicole today is because she sells tumblers and glasses, which is pretty similar to a lot of people, what a lot of cricket crafters do. They love making t-shirts, tumblers, glasses. And I just love your journey because you you sell products in more than 100 stores and nationally and internationally, plus you're a homeschooling mom. So <laughs> you've got lots on your place. So I'm really intrigued and I really want to know how do you manage all of this. So today I'm going to ask you to spill the beans with how you do everything in just 24 hours. So, <laughs> just a quick uh, highlight that I'll, but our discussion will be centered around time management. So, Nicole, tell us about yourself. I am Nicole. I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. I am a homeschooling mom to a six year old, and I started my business, F Bombs and Booze. Um, in 2017, after I quit a six-figure job without a backup plan to save my mental health, and um, in turn, uh, looking for a real job, my cousin and I were brainstorming, and she made a joke about how I should be a cricket master. So I did start off using a cricket. Um, and oh. so after she made that joke, I was like, hmm, maybe I could do something with this. And then so my business began, and I started selling through Facebook first, then went to Etsy, and then everything just continued from there. I love that. I love that. And I, you mentioned that you wanted um, your own business for your mental health. So that is so important. What made you change? Like, what was, what was happening in your life that made you take that decision? So what was happening was um, my, I worked on a really high pressure job in retail management and I was not having very good work-life balance and I was stressed out all the time and um, I've never had any mental health issues prior and so I knew that you know what the cause of it was so with the support of my fiance he said just put your two weeks notice in we'll figure it out so I did and then 
Um, in the meantime, I'd gotten a Cricut for my daughter's birthday party so I can start crafting things for her parties. Um, and I had shown something that I'd made to my cousin. And that's when she's like, you should be a Cricut master. And so I started doing that. And then once I started, I was like, I don't want to go back to the real world. I want to have control of my life. I want to have more control of my work-life balance. So let me just see if I can make this work. And um, that's been basically the motivating factor to keep me going through the years. Cool. I love that that you wanted the freedom yes. to be your own boss and and not not just be stuck in a nine to five job. Yes. Cool. I love that. And I was gonna ask you, do you use Cricut? And you have already mentioned that. <laughs> I still do use it. Um so the stuff that I sell wholesale, I don't use a cricket for, I use sublimation, but I still have cricket. Um I use vinyl for my wine glasses that I do sell for retail still on other platforms. Yeah. So it's a vital I, part of my business still. Cool. Cool. Yes. I've seen your glasses, wine glasses, and yeah. it's even this, some of their sippy cups, what are they called? Uh, uh, the tumblers, the wine tumblers and wine glasses, and then just regular skinny tumblers. Cool. Oh, and then the glass, we have glass tumblers now. I just recently added. <laughs> awesome. So, how long did it take you to scale your business from uh, selling on Facebook to Etsy and then wholesale? What was the process like? So I started on Facebook and then about two months later, I had a friend who was like, you have to get on Etsy, you have to get on Etsy. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because I, you know, the unknown is scary. So um, October of 2017 is when I finally got onto Etsy and that Christmas season was just nuts. I was not prepared, was not ready for it. I, my stuff sold like crazy because I wasn't pricing correctly and I was too cheap and it was just chaos, but I managed to get through that. And then um, I didn't really start scaling past Etsy and Facebook and doing like local pop-up events until probably about um, 2020. 2020 is when I started really um, widening what I was doing. And I just started wholesaling uh, 13 months ago. It's now. So in 13 months, I was able to um, get, you know, into over 100 stores internationally and uh, nationally. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, uh, I've, I've used Cricut as well. And uh, it involves multiple steps. Like you have to cut out the vinyl and then you have to weed it and then you have to put it on. So how long does it take you to do all that? And how did you manage to streamline the whole process to start making so many tumblers and glasses? <laughs> so that's part of the reason why I started split and started doing sublimation is because for wholesale, I knew that cutting vinyl and weeding it would just be too much for the wholesale side but there are plenty of people who do that so it is possible i just you know with me right now it was that was not a priority so to streamline it for the retail side like for holidays and stuff i'll print a bunch of my best sellers and i have um hired help now that they we all weed at once and so they're just ready to go so as the orders come in we have um the main pieces ready and we just have to you know apply it to the glass and we don't have to waste the time when it's in crunch season to sit there and weed so we can make things a little bit more efficient especially like you know for mother's day christmas and things like that we can kind of see what the trend has been 
and pre-weed um, so that we're prepared for the rush. Mm -hmm. So you, you uh, whatever is in your shop, you always pre-weed and pre-cut everything and have it ready just, to go. Just the best sellers that I know. Oh. So I have um, one signature that says best effing and then it'll underneath it it has all the different names and you can pick which name so i have a ton of the best effing already weeded and then out of the best sellers of the names that we use like sister-in-law or mom we have a bunch of those set aside and the different color hearts are already cut so then if there's like one off of like dad then we can just go ahead and cut that really quick but we do the best sellers and that way we're not stuck with overcutting inventory and then being stuck with a bunch of you know wasted vinyl that's just sitting there as well Cool. So how many helpers do you have around and how, how long do they work with you? I just have, well, I have two, but only one that helps me make anything. And she only really comes to make if it's like, oh my gosh, we just got slammed and she'll come in. And she's a friend that I've known for a long time. And in that first year when things got crazy, uh, when I was first starting, she came and was here at 3am in the morning with me weeding you know trying to get orders out so as of now i only have one person that makes and that's only when i'm crunched and then other times she does like my bookkeeping for me so i don't have to worry about that she does website maintenance for me so i don't have to worry about that and um seo research and then i have um the other person i have that helps me she's just my only my pinterest manager and does nothing but pinterest for me cool cool interesting so you it's good that you have outsourced things that are too too much for you or things so that you can focus on things that are most important and things you can do yourself so i i'm really intrigued like what does a an ordinary day look like in your life so every day homeschool when do you <laughs> well, business what I did with or what we did for homeschooling to help kind of um, free up some more time is so my daughter's only six, so she's in kindergarten. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not too intense yet. But we also do she goes to a forest school, which is an enrichment program for homeschooling kids. So that way she's out of the house um, and she's with other kids and still in a learning environment. And that frees up time for me to do physical making. So I get between like 10 to 13 hours without her here a week. And that is it. Um, any other time I'm working with her, so I had to get some, you know, tricks and figure out some ways to streamline things and make the most out of my time because it is so limited um, without her here. This podcast is sponsored by my Ivy League Standard SVG Business Coaching Program, SVG Superstar, where you not only learn to design SVGs, but also how to sell those designs to make money in your sleep. To learn more about my program, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. So one of the things that, you know, since that time is so limited, when I do have to work and she's here with me, um, I've been doing this little timer trick that I have with her um, since she was three. And what I do is I set um, a timer for 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm going to play with you for 15 minutes uninterrupted. And when the timer goes off, I have to go work for 15 minutes. And when that timer goes off, I'm going to come back and play with you. And it has, it works with her brilliantly because she knows that when I'm done working, I get all of mommy and I make sure that I have no distractions. My phone's not near me. So I'm just paying attention to her. And 
that's enough to hold her over for whatever allotted time frame that I need to get some work done when she's here with me. And even today, she, uh, she was waiting for something, and she's like, Mommy, can you set your timer and let me know when an hour has passed? <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> I love that tip. This is gonna. This is like a gold nugget. Yeah, it works. And it, it works. I use it also not even just for work stuff, but if I'm like, okay, I got to get some cleaning done. Let me set the alarm for 15 minutes because I need to get all of these dishes done and clean up the kitchen a little bit. When it goes off, then we can come back and play. So you can use it in your home life, work life, your business life. And if you have kids, you know, and that will help, you know, set a boundary and also give them the undivided attention that they want from mom. I love that tip because so many of the audience, so many people from my audience are moms yeah. and uh, they are trying to run their business. So this is going to be such a lifesaver. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> that is the, the best tip is with her um, here with me. And then, you know, the other ones are, the tips that people always talk about is batch working, you know, so that's like, like I explained earlier, we print everything out, we weed it so that batch is done. Um, and then when I need to make the orders, then I can just, I make all, I print all of the slips to make the orders. Mm -hmm. Then I prep everything, cut the vinyl, stick them on the shipping um, labels. Then I make the product. Then I box them all up at the same time. Then I put the shipping label on at the same time so that I'm not jumping from task to task to task to task and losing time trying to remember what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. So if you can batch work, even same with at home, you know, don't try and clean this area and that area, just focus on one thing at a time. You're gonna be more efficient and get more stuff done in the time that you have. Cool, I love that tip. Yeah, batching has been so helpful. Like I always try to batch my reels together. Like I have one day a week where I dress up and everything. And I do all my reels and then I slowly release them over the week. So I love that tip. Uh, any other time <laughs> management tip that you can share with us? Yeah. Um, one thing that I also do is that I every evening or in the morning, I'll make a list of items between three to five items that I need to get done that day. Um, once I make the list, I then go through and I prioritize of what has to be done first, like shipping though if i have orders that have to ship that day then that moves to the top of the list after that i then prioritize what i don't want to do what is the least the thing i really don't want to do because i will be thinking about that the whole time while getting all these other things done and then i'm distracted i'm not as focused so i always put the thing i don't want to do the most next in line past whatever is the most time sensitive so that it's done, it's out of the way, and then I won't think about it, it'll free up my mental space and then allow me to focus more on all the other tasks that I need to get done. Mm -hmm. And that will also make you do things that are gonna help your business that are like the boring stuff or things that you don't like. Like I hate SEO research, so if I can't have my friend do that, then that's something that I have to put at the first part of my list because I know I'm never gonna do it because I dislike it. So that way it forces me to do it and then I don't have to think about it anymore for that day. Cool, I love that because uh, as a creative, there are so many tasks that feels like you never want to do them. For me, it's taxes. And yes. recording that, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so I'm like always putting it off. So the question is like, 
uh, how do you divide your tasks? Like if you have to be there, there are some tasks which involve you to be like creative and there are some tasks which involve you to be uh, administrative. So how do you divide those all over the days? So what I do is on the times, obviously when my kid is not here, that's when I um, use to physically make because I'm out of the main area of the house. I do everything from the garage right now. And so it's just easier for me to do that when she's not here instead of trying to go back and forth. So those time frames are set for that. Um, I try and do most of my creative stuff on the weekends, which I, you know, obviously she's home, but for some reason in my head, I have it just like weekends is like fun time, free time. And so that's when the creative things come out and I um, can write my, my idea, my content ideas, my email ideas, um, design ideas or sayings that I want to do. I do that a lot on the weekends and then in the afternoons and evenings when my kiddo is here with us, um, I will do all of those other things like listing items, um, adding pictures to the listings and things like that. So, and some days it's just, you know, survival, you know, it's not every day is going to go how planned. And then you're just like, okay. And I give myself, you know, a little grace. If it doesn't go as planned, that's okay. You know, I'd rather be doing this kind of a hard thing than, you know, where I was with my career, that, that hard of a thing. So you just have to give yourself um, a little bit of grace and be gentle on yourself because it's sometimes hard and you don't get what you want done. It can be frustrating, but then there's always the next day and, you know, nothing, it's going to be okay. You'll get it there. You'll get it done. <laughs> yeah. I love that. You got, you got to give yourself some, some leeway because yes. you're boss and it's important for mental health as well. So my question is like sometimes uh, like I'm not sure if you if you have faced this like some days you just don't feel like doing anything and you have tasks piled up like you have to ship those orders you have to finish those orders so what do you do in a in on a day like that so I have um, a playlist that I have set and it's like my high vibe music like the music that I love my favorite songs and so if I'm feeling like low energy, don't want to do anything. And there's stuff that I ha like, I have no choice. I just have to do it. I'll go to my playlist, put it on, turn up my speaker loud, move my, you know, dance a little bit. And then I, I will start working. And then after that, I, I will be done. If I don't feel like it, I don't force myself anymore. I used to force myself and it just makes you get into a deeper funk. And then mm -hmm. you, it takes you longer to get out of it. So now I just recognize that I'm just not in it right now. And I give myself the day to rest after I've done anything that is time sensitive. And then it gives me um, a faster time to get out of that funk. I love that. Like music really gets you moving. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, uh, when I'm not, when I don't feel like working out, that's exactly <laughs> I do. I, I switch on the music in advance so I could get moving, get my pre-workout, and it just helps me get pumped and do the work. So I, I'm, I'm just curious, how much time do you spend on your business every day? Every day I spend between three and five hours, Monday wow. through Friday. On the weekends, maybe a couple of hours if that 
it just it depends on what's going or like if I get this super burst of motivation or creativity then I can go or if my kid is like I'm way into doing whatever it is she's doing then I'll capitalize on that as well uh-huh. but I uh, usually between three and five cool I yeah. love that. that is that is like so efficient in three to five <laughs> all your work done and oh, what about the holiday season Oh, holidays, um, I don't even know. It could probably between five and eight. That gets a little tricky because uh, it's busier. So then I have to do work um, after my kiddo goes to bed or I have to get up super early and do work and bring in my friend also to help. Um, but I kind of like it. I get like this, like, you know, your adrenaline's going and all this excitement's going because, you know, it's busy and all these extra orders are coming in and it's like a fun time of year. And so I kind of like it. I like the vibe. Yeah. And I like the difference of like, okay, it's cool. And then it's like craziness and then it's mellow. Like it's just unpredictable, which is another thing I think I like about being a business owner is that no day is ever ever going to be the same. <laughs> I swear, I, I just, I feel like it will be a nightmare for me to be stuck in a nine to five grind every day doing the same thing because I like to keep things different and moving. Yeah. So, yeah. I can totally relate to that. It's like once you're out, completely out, you're like, okay, I'm just going to do everything possible not to go back because it's just, yeah. it's different. <laughs> true that is why i love uh i'm also a research assistant and i'm trying to pursue my phd and that's why i love that a line of work because every day you are doing something different yeah just sitting on the desk and uh, doing the same thing every day yeah thanks for sharing that and for our audience if you guys have any questions you can pop them in the comment section for nicole to answer so nicole uh, what are three things that you would share with business owners right now so that they can make the most of their time? I would, three things is to make the most of that on your time is to do the list. The list, uh, making the priority list will keep you on track and it will help you move your business forward, especially doing the things that you don't want to do. Make sure you utilize the heck out of batch working because Jumping back and forth, jumping back and forth. You can lose 10 to 20 minutes just to refocus um, every time you switch tasks. So if you batch, you're going to be much more efficient. And then, of course, if you have kids, use that timer trick because it'll help. And you will be uh, very shocked uh, about how your kids respond to it because they are getting that undivided attention from you when it's their turn. Cool. I love that. I wish I could do that with my bird. <laughs> That would be nice. I wish I could do that with my dog too, but you know, she's a little bit more needy sometimes than I think my kiddo is. <laughs> so someone is asking, what is your why? My why is because I want to continue being my own boss. I want to continue um, being an example for my daughter. She's six. And the other day she told me that when she grows up, she wants to start her own company and have a band attached to it. And when I was her age, I just wanted to be a donut lady. So, <laughs> you know, I'm setting a pretty good example for her. Yeah. So that's pretty cool to see, too. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and 
also do one-on-one -on -one coaching for handmade business owners. So tell us about that. That's something that just recently started a few months ago. I was doing a pop-up event and I was talking to another vendor and I was telling her all of these different ways she could scale her business and things that she hadn't even thought about. And I guess then she talked to another vendor and that vendor came up to me and was like, can I meet you for coffee so I can you know, pick your brain? And so we started talking and then I was like, you know, I was thinking about doing coaching and she's like, sign me up. And so she uh, became my client and then one-on-one -on -one coaching was born. So I focus on women-owned handmade businesses because handmade is just such a different beast than um, product-based. And I think when people think of handmade, they get really scared or they don't realize how big you can grow a handmade, a handmade business. Like... A lot of people don't even realize that you could um, do um, wholesale as a handmade maker. So it's just fun to focus on that because I experienced it and that's what I do. So I have my firsthand knowledge that I can share to help others grow their businesses as well. Cool. I love that. I love that because it's hard to find people who are legit and who have been there, done that. Uh, who can actually teach you based on their experience. So I love that, what you're doing. So Ask uh, is asking, what are your <laughs> coaching packages? I have a four-week, six-week, and eight-week right now. So uh, that is for an hour one-on-one -on -one per week is what you get from me. And then you get email uh, questions and I'll respond back within 24 hours because I know like when you are trying to figure something out and you have a question, you don't want to have to wait a week to talk again. You want that answer right away because we're just so eager to move forward. So I make sure that I have that um, email access and I will respond right back because I know that people want to get their businesses moving forward. Uh-huh. Cool. I love that. And just going back to your events, I for, totally forgot to ask about that. When you are doing pop-ups, so what is, uh, how do you plan the whole thing and how do you execute the whole thing? What's the time management like when you are doing that? So I will make things, obviously you have to make the, the items ahead of time. And so I just have to schedule that into the to my week as if I'm making an order for somebody. I'm like, okay, well, these are the things I have to make for my pop-up. And then um, the pop-ups that I do, I try and find the ones that have a bigger audience or a pro tip, the ones that have alcohol uh, are good <laughs> ones to do because, you know, <laughs> people like to spend when they are uh, drinking. So if you're doing events, look for the ones like that. Um, breweries, wineries, um, things like that. And to draw people into my booth, I like to, I have a sign that is hanging up um, and it says, you know, the name of my company. And because we have profanity on most of our items, I have a warning sign. And so people stop to read the warning sign and, sign and that's how I draw them into my booth. So if you're gonna have a booth with walls, I suggest some kind of a signage like a funny signage or something like that, that'll stop people and start a conversation with you and bring them into your booth. Cool. That's a very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Last call for questions. If you guys have any final questions from Nicole, you can pop them in the comment section. So Nicole, where can we find you? 
I am here on Instagram the most at F-Bombs and Booze. You can check out my website at fbombsandbooze.com. If you have questions about anything in general, just DM me on Instagram. I will answer your questions. I don't gatekeep any information. So if you are wondering how to do something, just send me a message and I'll, I'll help you out to the best of my ability. And if I can't, I'll send you to somebody else who will because I know a lot of people in different areas now of the business world. So if I can't figure it out, I'll send you to someone that can help you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nicole. I'm going to just summarize our talk today and I'll share my favorite tips that I learned from you today. Number one is to use a timer. <laughs> number two is to batch everything. And number three, have a cute and funny sign on your booth to attract yeah. customers. So much for joining us today. It was wonderful chatting with you. I love your energy and what you're doing. Lastly, if you're looking for a way to make extra 10k in your sleep so you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. Bye-bye.